Our text for this morning is Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. In 2022, ultra runner Dave Proctor set the record for the fastest person to run across Canada. He made the 4,448-mile trip from St. John's, Newfoundland to Victoria, British Columbia in 67 days, 10 hours. To put that in perspective, he averaged running 65 miles a day. That's two and a half marathons a day for over two months. Needless to say, he experienced extreme mental and physical pain throughout the journey. In fact, his trip even started off badly. After day one of running, he discovered that he had just come down with COVID. So he ran through COVID. Then about two weeks in, with about 3,700 miles left to go, he broke the navicular bone in his foot. Yet, with the broken foot, he continued his journey and completed the run despite the pain. In a recent interview, he was asked about what sort of mindset or mantras he used to keep going. He said that one thing he and his sports psychologist kept repeating was, this is this. That is, this pain is here and will continue to be here, but you can just accept it and keep going. This sort of stoic attitude may have been effective during this run, but how effective is this in real life? Sounds a bit like the saying which you've probably heard, it is what it is. This saying may be useful in some situations, but can lead to a sort of fatalism that we can't change anything or that anything is acceptable. My friend is losing her faith. It is what it is. Morality is declining. It is what it is. Oddly enough, when Proctor finally neared the finish line, he almost convinced himself to just keep running and turn around and start the trip over again. He was experiencing a serious runner's high because his system was flooded with dopamine. In the weeks after, though, as he came down from this running high, he sank into a deep depression and even contemplated suicide. Proctor's journey demonstrates the limits of mindsets and mantras that leave out God. And it points to the importance of remembering the most important wisdom we can get, which is from the Bible. So today we'll be focusing not on this is this, but this is God. When do we need to remind ourselves that this is God and what exactly does that mean? When we or our friends or families are struggling with anything, illness, poverty, depression, death, anything that afflicts us, we can remember that this is God. Let me be clear, this does not mean that God causes the pain. God is good, just, and holy. The pain and suffering we endure in this world are here because when Adam and Eve sinned, sickness and pain and death came into the perfect world that God created. We know that God is love, and even more, we can be comforted that God loves each one of us as his own children. Though we or someone we know may be suffering great pain, 
we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And what is this purpose? God would have all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. God is working out all things that appear to us as evil and pain to our good, for our salvation, which he has taken care of. Professor Nauman's chapel last week discussed how God uses troubles to strengthen our faith. We can all recognize that when we are at our lowest, physically or mentally or even financially, this is when we often feel closest to God. We recognize that we are dependent on his power, and with that realization comes true confidence. We read in Psalm 34, verse 19, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Or as Paul writes a few verses after our text, If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us, how, she, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? A few verses before our text, we also read, For I consider that the sufferings of this present day are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. All our sufferings are temporary and slight when compared to the glory to come, so we too can eagerly wait for our end or the end of the world with confidence knowing that all our troubles will be past. As much as we suffer physically, we also suffer from pangs of conscience and the doubts of unbelief. As we go through the Ten Commandments and compare them to our lives, we see how much we fail God. As Professor Pfeiffer discussed yesterday in chapel, when we look at the actions of the unbelievers, unclean thoughts, contentions, lies, and so forth, We know how often we ourselves commit these same sins, either by acting contrary to God's word or not acting in the way he demands and expects us to be. Our sins are the very sins for which Christ had to suffer and die. But again, we can be comforted that we are those who are called according to his purpose. Paul goes on to explain for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be firstborn among brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. We, through the Holy Spirit, have been called to faith. And with that faith, we can rejoice, for we have been justified by the blood of Christ. This is God. God is good. While Dave Proctor's run across Canada is amazing physical and mental feat, we have the much more important race of the Christian life while here on earth. When things are going well with us, when we are happy, well-fed, and healthy, let us remember that this is God. Praise and thank him for his blessings. When we are struggling physically, mentally, or spiritually, let us also remember that this is God, and God is good. We'll close with him 529 verses 2 and 5. 529 verses 2 and 5.